don't throw it away. It's fine. Just don't forget to think of me. I started it. We should give it a break. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Don't Jonas Brother. <laughs> don't throw it away. <laughs> just goes on a loop all the way we just don't even do oh my gosh. what we're supposed to do <laughs> hey guys what's up hey how's it going man i'm just obsessed with the jonas brothers right now oh i can't stop listening to it yeah it's pretty freaking good yeah that's the second third most shocking thing of 2019 yes. for me maybe fourth i forget the list but stay it's tuned. on there Stay tuned. We're gonna at the end of the year. We're doing an episode on our most shocking things. Yep, our top on one hundred. <laughs> top one hundred. It's gonna be the longest episode yet. <laughs> it's only gonna be a hundred seconds, and every seconds we just say the one. Top. We say Thanos, Jonas Brothers. What else was it? I can't remember <laughs> what it is. Wouldn't that be funny though? Yeah. I also on the way here was thinking I thought it'd be so cool to do like an episode where all we use is like song quotes when we talk to each other. Oh my gosh. That'd be so hard. But that would be so hard. Anyway. <laughs> That'd be so good. If you guys have any episode ideas, send them to us because we're just getting crazy over here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing today? What am I doing? I'm going to work. Uh, just kidding. I actually uh. like my job kind of most of the time. I work at Maurice's Everbirdy and huh? everybody. <laughs> Everbirdy. Everbirdy. Um, if you don't know what Maurice's is, just get out. No. <laughs> Again. Again. Um, anyway, it's a Each clothing. episode, we just get meaner. We get meaner. worse and worse. And then, like, by the last episode, we're saying, like, the F word. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we would never. It's not Unless my vocabulary. Just kidding. I guess if it gets... We can just we done. can just make be uh beep. We can make boy beep everything out, and then they'll they'll fill in the just blank. Just fill in the blank, yeah. Yeah, they'll just imagine what we're saying. Yeah. So Maurice's is a clothing store. Oh yeah, it's a clothing <laughs> store, and um, we really um focus on being authentic salespeople mm-hmm. and not just like a robot. Yeah. You know, like how are you today? Can I help you buy things? You know, but <laughs> we like good. that was a good robot. Boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but we really like want to connect with our customers and like make them look beautiful and help them feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, our clothes are like all comfortable, so you don't have to sacrifice comfort for fashion, which is a very typical fashion thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to die in your heels in order to look. Nope, good. not here. <laughs> I was actually talking to. So, you know, Tiffany's friend that's a manager at mm-hmm. um, Maurice's here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to her yesterday and um, and we we could cut this part out if we want. But yeah. um, she was saying that, like, if someone brings them a counterfeit hundred dollar bill, Maurice's accepts it, even if they know that Dang. it's fake. And she's like, that. that's just the company. Like, they would rather take the loss than not please their customers. Right. They're very, very, very yeah, customer focused. Yeah. Like, everything is about the customer. If we're tasking and a customer comes in, we need to drop that task and the customer becomes yeah. our new priority. Yeah. And so I really like that because, especially at my store, we all genuinely have loyal customers that we've built relationships with. Mm-hmm. So they come in and we're like, 
I've known you. I know what you have in your closet. I know what you've bought from here because you shop here and we have yeah. a relationship. I know your family, you know? Yeah. And that's that's what makes it good for me, especially as a type four. Like, I want authenticity in my life right. and I want real relationships. And so, I mean, I've just been working there like almost three months. And so I don't really know everyone as, as well and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. But I can even be honest with them and say that. Like, right. sorry, I don't know your name yet. I'm still learning, you know? Right. Like, I'll get it eventually. And they just laugh and they think it's funny, you know, but. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Maurice's. Maurice's. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> type four. Type fours. <laughs> it's my favorite episode, guys, because I'm a type four and I'm self-absorbed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. I really wanted there to be like a long, drawn out silence, an awkward silence after that. Sorry, I ruined it. It's okay. No, you were just being your two, like trying to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. I love it. <laughs> so type fours um, are labeled the individualist. Individualists. <laughs> so... F- <laughs> Man, so fours um, are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They're emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious. It's so true. Withholding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective, they can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. Mm-hmm. Nothing is truer. Right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, God. Um, So fours at their best are inspired mm -hmm. and highly creative. They are able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Fours' basic fear is that they have no identity or personal significance. Mm -hmm. And so their basic desire is the opposite of that, basically, um, to find themselves and their significance or to create an identity. Mm-hmm. So a four wing three is labeled the aristocrat, mm-hmm. like those cats. <laughs> That's basically all I know about aristocrats. Yeah. Crats, I mean, dang it, aristocrats. A <laughs> uh, four wing five is labeled the bohemian. Mm-hmm. So, what are some key motivations of a four? The key motivations, Jordan, of a four. We forgot to say our names and introduce oh i'm jordan vickers and you're listening to that's too loud podcast yeah and i'm jesse fleming i'm a type four and that's why we're talking about fours actually it's just the next in the series but also that's why no it's strictly because of jesse yeah so this is episode is all about me (laughs) (laughs) wow okay sorry about that key motivations back to it key motivations of a four um to express themselves in their individuality to create and surround themselves with beauty. And the beast. And the beast. To maintain certain moods and feelings. To withdraw to protect their self-image. To take care of emotional needs before attending to anything else. So true. To attract a rescuer. That is true, too. <clears throat> okay, man. There's just so many things that hit home with me right now. <laughs> um, but do you want to give us like a, a brief overview of before? Sure. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Enneagram named this type the individualist because fours maintain their identity by seeing themselves as fundamentally different from others. Mm-hmm. Fours feel that they are unlike other human beings and consequently that no one can understand them or love them adequate, adequately. Mm-hmm. Ad- is that how you say it? Adequate. Adequately. Yeah. yeah. Adequately. Adequately. 
They often see themselves as uniquely talented, possessing special one-of-a-kind gifts, but also as uniquely disadvantaged or flawed. That's like... Ouch. That's like such a battle. It is. It's hard. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, more than any other type, fours are actually aware of and focused on their personal differences and deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And I've had people say um, before, because it's kind of what we said in the last episode, um, like fours, you were thinking, that sounds like a four. Like a type three wants to be different, tries to be different. But a type four, and I've had another friend say this to me before, but actually type fours already feel like no one understands them like they're different than everyone else yeah it's not that they want to be i mean they just are it's right. just who they already yeah. are that's interesting yeah healthy force are honest with themselves they own all of their feelings and can look at their motives contradictions and emotional conflicts without denying or whitewashing them they may not necessarily like what they discover but they do not try to rationalize their states nor do they try to hide from themselves or others they are not afraid to see themselves, warts and all. Literally. Literally, no. <laughs> Ooh. That's how you know you're a four. There's yeah. warts everywhere. Gross. <laughs> Just kidding. Threes have to be attractive, and fours have to have warts. Oh. <laughs> Fiction. Oh, wait. We're not in that part Oh, yet. wait. <laughs> um, <clears throat> healthy fours are willing to reveal highly personal and potentially shameful things about themselves because they are determined to understand the truth of their experience mm-hmm. so that they can discover who they are and come to terms with their emotional history. This ability also enables fours to endure suffering with a quiet strength. Mm-hmm. Their familiarity with their own darker nature makes it easier for them to process painful experiences that might overwhelm other types. Nevertheless, fours often report that they feel they're missing something in themselves. Although may, they may have difficulty identifying exactly what that something is, is it willpower, social ease, self-confidence, emotional twink, tranquility, tranquility, <laughs> tranquility, tranquility, <laughs> <laughs> that's how i talk to my cat um emotional tranquility <laughs> all of which they see in others seemingly in abundance given time and sufficient perspective fours generally recognize that they are unsure about aspects of their self-image their personality or ego structure itself they feel that they lack a clear and stable identity particularly particularly oh my god that's so hard to say. Particularly. Topically. <laughs> that was even r- more wrong. Okay. <laughs> they feel that they lack a clear and stable identity. A social person. I gave it to you. I know. Particularly a social persona. Dang. Particularly a personal social persona. <laughs> oh my god i was so confident we're failing so hard at this uh. right now particularly particularly a social persona that they feel comfortable with yeah it. <laughs> oh my gosh. while it is true that fours often feel different from others they do not really want to be alone They may feel socially awkward or self-conscious, but they deeply wish to connect with people who understand them and their feelings. The, quote, romantics of the Enneagram 
They long for someone to come into their lives and appreciate the secret self that they have privately nurtured and hidden from the world. If, over time, such validation remains out of reach, fours begin to build their identity around how unlike everyone else they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. The outsider therefore comforts herself by becoming an insistent individualist. Everything must be done on her own, in her own way, on her own terms. Fours say, I am myself. Nobody understands me. I'm different and special. While they secretly wish they could enjoy the easiness and confidence that others seem to enjoy. Fours typically have problems with a negative self-esteem. No. With negative self-image and a chronically low self-esteem. They attempt to compensate for this by cultivating a fantasy self, an idealized self-image, which is built up primarily in their imaginations. But fours... Um, When they're at their best, they're profoundly creative, expressing the personal and the universal, possibly in a work of art. Inspired, they're self-renewing and regenerating, able to transform all their experiences into something valuable. They're Mm -hmm. self-creative. So I found that on the levels of development um, for type four, which again tells you your level of health. Um, There's healthy, average, and unhealthy. Um, If you're a four or want to learn more about the four in your life, I would say if you're a four, go look at it and be, you know, you're already self-aware. So just place yourself where, where you are and how you can grow. Mm-hmm. But dang, everything you just said <laughs> made me Spoke feel under- to you. Yeah, I could have cried. <laughs> I liked, um, I mean, the part about they don't want to be alone. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like honestly nobody really wants to be alone yeah, you know no matter how it f- feels or whatever but even fives like want to be alone but they want someone with them when right. they're alone yeah you know <laughs> and that also is like i don't know for the fours in your life they might seem like they always want to be alone mm-hmm. and it's like because that's the like defense mechanism of mm-hmm. a four they're like okay if i am not received by you and i'm vulnerable i'll put up a wall right and i'll pretend like you know, I'm, I'm I don't fine. care. I don't yeah. want you around me. Right. And I definitely relate to that because I was like that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Until I got a lot of healing. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. One time I remember uh, on that subject, one of my friends was like, when I started dating Jono, mm-hmm. was like, um, wow, like, I feel bad for him, like, having to deal with you, basically. <gasps> and I was just like, do you not? like get me at all like you don't understand which is a very poor thing to say but i was just like don't you know like that this exterior is just like a way to protect myself Mm -hmm. on the inside i am like deeply flawed and vulnerable and like this little you know piece of glass that can be easily broken you know yeah are you still friends with that person yeah i'm still friends and i'll tell you afterwards who it is but um i was really upset and i walked away i think i said to him like something deeply poetic i was just like don't you know the people who like are the hardest on the outside have been hurt the most on the inside right i said that to him he just looked at me and i walked away (laughs) i would have said hey man F you. <laughs> bleep it out. Yeah. But I like went home and w- journaled and I was like, yeah. I was like, even my friends don't understand me. Like, who do I have? And I was just like, Jesus, I'm so happy that you're my friend. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, 
That's just a day in the life of a four, feeling misunderstood <laughs> by even their closest friends yeah. and wishing that they had someone who understood them. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> so we did the survey mm-hmm. with Jesse. Yeah. Um, one of my friends from Kansas City, Larissa, um, she's also a four. And um, I asked her some questions, um, and then I'm going to kind of give my answer, too, as we go along. Mm-hmm. So um, so do you want to ask the question I answer as answer Larissa, Larissa, you answer as you? Yeah, okay. that's perfect. Yeah. So the first question we asked is, how often do you find yourself having to explain yourself because you feel misunderstood? <laughs> okay, Larissa says, not too often because I'm an emotional ball of self at times. I'll have to over-explain myself to people that aren't as emotional slash deep feelers. Mm. That's good that she said not too often. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the dream. You, right. you know, as a four, if you don't have to explain yourself that often, right. that's like, oh, people get me, you know. Yeah. But I disagree with that. And I mean, I agree with the end part. Like, I do have to over-explain myself all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, not too often is... A dream. <laughs> yeah. So how often do you find yourself having to explain yourself because you feel misunderstood? Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah. Literally all the time. Like in every conversation. I've gotten to the point where like I don't need to anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't need people to like I'm losing that. Right. You know, like because I have it in Jono, like I need for him to understand me. Mm-hmm. And he does. You know, right. and he puts in the time too. And um other people, it's really hard, like, when family doesn't understand me and mm-hmm. I find myself having to explain myself, I get frustrated and that hurts. But, like, when it's random people, like, I'm a racist or whatever, right. I'm like, I don't need to explain myself to you. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so the second question is, um, how often do you find yourself lost in thoughts about the past? So Larissa says, quite often, usually about the quote-unquote good times mm-hmm. and past relationships slash just plain nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah, girl. You feel that? 100%. I feel like half the time I'm just daydreaming about something someone said to me that offended me or hurt me. And even things like months ago. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) I won't say the name of this person either, but they, like, were eating something of, um, that I made food-wise. And, um, they, like, commented on it a critical comment and I think this person is a type one but um anyway and I still every time I make that meal I think about that oh comment gosh. I'm not kidding every single time and I like imagine what I would have said or what mm-hmm. I could have said or you know yeah anyways it's just always stuff like that like living in the past like remembering what it was like in Kansas City mm-hmm. or you know feeling that pain of not having the good the good old times like Andy Bernard said it yes. you know like how I wish there was a way to know that you're in the good old days before, before you left them. Yeah. yeah, that's a very fourth. That He's gets a four, me. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've bet, bet. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a very, that's a very, yeah, thing I do all the time. Just stare off into space and think about yeah. where I've been. That's so funny. <laughs> so the next question we asked her is, what are some examples of ways you feel different from others? Larissa says, I feel like an oxymoron, especially when considering my stronger three wing. Mm -hmm. I want to be set apart, be my own person, but also want to be accepted and fit in. I think wardrobe is interesting because of that. Hmm. She um, is a very, what's it called? 
like her hair is bright and she has a nose piercing like me mm-hmm. and um she has like really cute standoutish clothes mm-hmm. um so that kind of yeah is what she's talking about i think um so what are some examples that you feel different than others from others man i feel like i have a interesting like different sense of humor like in my head i can be thinking of a whole backstory when i say like one line (laughs) Uh but then someone will take it some way and then i'm like no but i meant it this way Mm -hmm. and then they just don't get it still or like the depth of my emotions i feel like i can be like this makes me think of this and feel this and this and this and then like jonna will look at it and be like yeah, it's a sunset. Cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you just don't get it. <laughs> but I do that all the time with everything, too. Yeah. Like, romanticize everything, which is a right. typical four thing to yeah. do. Yeah. That's so. funny. Yeah. The next question um, is, what wing do you most relate to, three or five? Larissa says, I would say three. I notice the five comes out when a topic comes up in conversation or on media that I don't know much about. I will go down the rabbit hole of researching everything about that topic. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, I like that she said, like, when she doesn't know something and she's really interested in it, you know. Mm-hmm. I relate to that, too. Like, I'm like, it's about dumb things, though. I'm like, but why did, why are Miley and Liam getting a divorce? I need to learn everything right. about it. You know? <laughs> it's like stupid things yeah. that don't matter. Um, <laughs> I think I relate to a three because... Um, I, like you were saying, am encouraging and want to be the best version of myself and want to keep growing and growing and mm-hmm. growing. Um, um, but, and I relate to a five. I've recently been relating mostly to a five because um, I relate to that wanting to be quiet and alone and wanting to, um, yeah, I guess that just be with myself and my thoughts and yeah. be with someone I trust and not necessarily in a huge group of people. Not that fours like that either, but right. That's where I relate to five. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next question is: As a four, what can a friend do to make you feel most loved? Um, Larissa says, "I think for me personally, it would be for all my friends to just accept me and not tell me that I'm overreacting <laughs> because I'm <laughs> because I'm feeling things deeply and actually let my." And actually let me express my feelings. Mm -hmm. For them to tell me I'm not too much and that I'm enough and just to validate Mm -hmm. me. And that could be both of my wings talking for that too. LOL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a huge thing for a four. Yeah. Because they do feel things deeper than other people. We do. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean everyone else is shallow, but. Right. That's what I always try and tell Jordan. Like this kind of relates to fours but like if someone tells you that they are feeling something and that you offended them whether you think you did or not those are their feelings that's kind of how i feel about fours it's like whether you agree with what they're feeling or not Mm -hmm. they're feeling they still are feeling yeah and they still have every right to feel what they're feeling Mm -hmm. so it's yeah and that's a huge thing for a four to say to them is like your feelings are valid. Like, your emotions right. are valid. Yeah. You are feeling them. Yeah. And they're real to you. Like, they are. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what can make me feel most loved is to, I like, I love sitting and having coffee with people and being opened up to and then being able to open up and be received in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, me and Johanna would get coffee and, like, she would just sit and listen to me talk about the dumbest thing. I mean, for me, you know, they were important mm-hmm. and she saw that and she would be like, 
comment on them in a way and like say it back to me like mm-hmm. she understood mm-hmm. like you do that a lot like you'll be like so what you're saying is this and I'm like exactly yes you understand me <laughs> I think being understood even in all of our complexity and the depth of who we are like that makes me feel almost loved anyway yeah it's like oh you took the time for me you understood what I was saying and like you didn't just you know blow me off right. basically yeah but yeah. I like that that's sweet so what can you learn from a healthy four Jordan um, I think what I can learn from a healthy four is how to be more self-aware and more self-serving mm. because as you know, from our type two episode, my instinct is just to serve other people. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, I had you, we just asked you these questions on the spot and you knew every single answer, you know, like when we were asking me the <laughs> questions, I was like, um, well, uh, I don't really talk about myself a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, uh. <laughs> it's like, it was very uncomfortable for me. So I think that, um, and also like, I feel like as a four, you have good boundaries set in a sense of like, um, you're what am I trying to say like I know my limits yeah and I know yeah right like because my instinct and I was actually talking to my friend Ashley about like just saying the word no yeah and how like I'm getting better at it but like my instinct even when I don't want to do something is to say yes yeah. like, yes let me do this for you mm-hmm. yes let me let me do this extra thing or you know it's like and yeah. and and I've started stopping and not responding immediately and being thinking like, about and thinking it. about it yeah, yeah. like do I actually want to do this? Because no, most of the time I don't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, deep down I want to, but yeah. do I really want to, you know? Yeah, and there's a time to be self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And there's a time where actually sure. it's going to do more harm than good if I do it. You yeah. Know? But Yeah. So I just <laughs> think about things like that. like, And I just admire about you, which... I mean, honestly, sometimes I get offended, like, <laughs> when I'll say something and you're like, no, I I don't really want to do that. And I'm like, uh, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, later on, I think about it. I'm like, actually, that's kind of admirable that she sits there and says, no, I don't want to. Yeah. And it's like, I need to learn how to do that, too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because I'm just taken aback. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. Like, but I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying earlier. Yeah. 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 I mean, I already said this, but I can learn from twos, like, to not be as self-absorbed, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think what I can learn from a healthy four um, is the creativity. Like, I loved um, – it said um, expressing the personal and the universal in probably, like, possibly a work of art. Yeah. Like, I do that sometimes, but I feel like I could do that more. Um, just – let it flow let the creativity Mm -hmm. of my own life flow and of the universal for sure i don't really do that much i'm super self-absorbed and so i can write a song about me any day you know Mm -hmm. but it's harder yet to look at creation i mean i look at it and see beauty but it's harder to express it yeah anyway and self and like regenerating of the self and self-renewing like that's awesome um i feel like i could learn a lot in that area too yeah yeah awesome yeah so tell me some uh famous fours i will so this first one (laughs) is funny because um he's either like revered or like hated by everyone right (laughs) which is i guess what you would be if you're a four um hated or loved 
Um, but the f- the first famous four I see on this list is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Hated or loved, I guess. Um, the second one, Angelina Jolie. I don't know much about her, so I can't really speak into that. Yeah. Um, next one, Edgar Allan Poe makes a lot of sense. His, yeah, I mean, a poet. his poems are, have a lot of feelings in them. Yeah, I've read some of them before and been moved by them. Um, another one is Kate Winslet. All I know about her is that she wouldn't share her door. <laughs> Self absorbed. Yes, yeah, so a four, for sure. <laughs> Unhealthy four. Oh, poor. Just, we don't even know her. Poor Rose. Yeah. <laughs> there was room. <laughs> That'll be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, sidebar, I was listening to this interview that Jono was listening to next to him or whatever, and he, someone was asking the director or someone on time. Oh, he was, they're asking Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, uh-huh. Like, was there room on the door for you to be on it? And he was like, why would I answer that? Right. I'm not, no, that movie's like 20 years old. Like, I'm not <laughs> answering that. And he just like moved on. Good. And I was like, dang. <laughs> because if he says yes, it's going to cause a whole riot. Yeah, it will. Or he, if he he's says just like, no, yeah. why would I? Yeah. yeah right. Gosh. <laughs> That's so Leo. funny. Anyway, back to the famous fours. Um, and the last one is Kurt Cobain. Interesting. So, what are some, who are some Avengers or one Avenger or how many? So, can you, I just want you to try and guess. My guess is Loki, because I relate to him so much, but maybe not. He wasn't on the list, so, I mean, he might be, but he wasn't even on the list. My other guess is, who is artistic and creative, and I don't know. I can't think of any. Okay, Scarlet Witch. Okay. Okay. It says, the Enneagram Institute says that fours are able to, quote, transform their experiences, which is definitely true Mm -hmm. of Wanda. Mm -hmm. But beyond her power set, there's also her sensitivity and her emotional honesty. Mm -hmm. She's drawn to her self-expression and sees herself as unique in a little... And as unique and a little and a little unknowable. Mm-hmm. She's painfully aware of her own dark side, mm-hmm. also has but also has longing to create a beautiful life for herself. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about her. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's not important. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the second Avenger I've dissed. Well, you hate some of the Avengers, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, so that was our type three. Guess what time it is? Type four. four. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> oh, that was our type four. Um, now guess what time it is? It's time for fact or fiction. We're a little off sync today. Fact or fiction? Okay, I've got two for you. Ooh, okay. you ready? Yeah. It cost the U.S. Mint more to make pennies and nickels than the coins are actually worth. Fact or fiction? Fiction. I feel like people are like that are greedy and they would make the cheapest way possible to do it. It's fact. Holy crap. I'm so sorry I said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> the US taxpayers lost over 100 million in 2013 just through coins being made. Dang, dude. Yeah. Why do we even have them? Why do we have coins still? Yeah. I know like a lot of places in Europe don't. Oh, that's smart. Could be wrong though. Places are like less and less places are mm-hmm. accepting cash even. one of my customers the other day told me about a um documentary mm-hmm. about china called new money city landscape 
Um, but he's saying that, like, basically in China, you, there's not, like, credit cards. There's not cash. There's nothing. You just have, like, a QR code on your phone. Holy crap. And they scan it, and then it takes it out of your account. That's crazy. So it's kind of like Apple Pay, but yeah. that's all you have. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. All right. <clears throat> Number two. Twinkies have an infinite shelf life. Fact or fiction? Fact. Fiction. What? <laughs> I feel like I saw in like Zombieland or something. You yeah, know? people say that they, like, they really do. Twinkies, and they had been there for years. Yeah, or whatever. that's like a common miscon misconception. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it says the official shelf life of a Twinkie is forty-five days. People have kept them longer, got but sick. they become <laughs> inedible. Yeah, and then they died. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, wow. Um. Yeah. So that's, that's fact or fiction. Thanks what a for good episode. Yeah. Thanks for because it's about you. I was gonna say thanks for listening to our type four enneagram. Yeah. I hope that you think that I'm over dramatic and self. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope you learned about fours and and maybe you can understand us a little better. And maybe if you're a four, you're related and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, feeling yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yep. If you want to email us, we are that's too loud podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Instagram is that's too loud podcast. Mm-hmm. Facebook is that's too loud podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to text us, get out. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll hear you next week. We'll hear you next week. We'll hear you next week. <laughs> you'll see us. You'll see. You'll see us. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.